Are there things in life that scare you a little? Uh-huh. But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Uh-huh. Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, I guarantee you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Browser Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Wing It Rise Up. I'm so excited for you all to be with us today. Today I have with us this beautiful woman from Hawaii. Her name is Keikua, and I am just really excited to get to talk to her. I just met her through social media and through our podcast group that we're in, just talking about all the things that we do. And I couldn't wait to discuss some of her perspective and just ask her to come on. I really was like looking forward to talking to her. So if you would, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me. First of all, I appreciate the opportunity to speak my message out to anybody that I can because I believe that it's it's so valuable. Um, and the reason I believe it's so valuable is because I speak to women. Um, of course, I'm a woman. I've been in the same situation that a lot of other women have where you kind of get to the WTF moment of your life and you're kind of like, not sure how you got there. Why is it like this? Is this what I wanted? And You know, I just want to speak to women and let them know that no matter where you are, you're powerful. You have the opportunity to take control of your life. You have the opportunity to determine what it's going to be. It's not an easy path. It's not a quick path, but it's absolutely a path that's under your control. And we can get there, you know, through just a series of simple steps. It it looks daunting when we think about it as the grand picture, but when you break it down into the fact that you just have to do one thing after another, you just have to walk one step after another, it breaks it down to such a way that makes it so easy to visualize. All you got to do is the next step. Mm-hmm. And before you know mm-hmm. it, you have the life you wanted. You are strong. You're confident. You realize that you can do anything. Yeah. I love that. I that was one of the things that I saw in you just from your message and, you know, all of us sharing what it is that we are about. And I just love that. And I was actually listening to some of the things you were talking about today about, um, that I saw on your Instagram page rather, just about how we can change it whenever we want. Like we know some of the things that we were told as, um, you were talking about how we we for, we formulate plans or people formulate plans for us before we even know what life is really about and i love that because it's such a great perspective on we all think at least for me what my you know i envisioned i went to college i swam in college i graduated from college i got a job i met my husband we got married we had kids and i was like wait you know what i mean it was like I was so content, but like, I kind of was like, well, I still want things for me. And it's like, you kind of just got like formed into that little box. And I don't think a lot of people have faith enough to break out of it or realize that their intuition is actually correct and that they can follow it because they feel so, you know, I always say like caged in a box or caged in fear. They're in their comfort zone and they're just afraid to take that next step. So I love that message that you shared because I think, and we talked about this a little bit when I asked you to come on, is that women like lack their um, faith in their intuition, you know, if that makes sense. And I really think that's um, 
just a really great perspective. And I love that you shared it in that way that we are told, you know, a certain thing before, or we tell ourselves a certain thing before we even know anything about life. And both, I think, you know, our parents grew up a certain way and we internalize that because that's what we see. That's, you know, if, if that's what you grow up with, that's automatically what you assume the path of life looks like. But then we also, because we stay in this certain, you know, if you stay on the same highway for your whole life, you don't even know what's off in those little towns on the side of the road, you know, every exit that comes by. So we can't even conceive of what we could be missing. And then we get to a certain point where we are so conditioned to that, that getting off the highway seems scary. Right. To speak to intuition, it's, you know, we get mocked for it, women's intuition, like, oh, you just, whatever pops into your head. No, that's not true. It's, it's your subconscious mind, your unconscious mind, picking up on cues and flags in the environment, in the person you're talking to, in whatever the situation is. And even though your conscious mind isn't catching it, that subconscious mind is, and it's giving you that little, you know, little tap on the shoulder. And because we are trained to just stay in our lane, we ignore it. Man, it's such a detriment because not only do you condition yourself over and over to ignore what you're seeing, but then you also just, you're teaching yourself not to have faith in yourself. And then you're numbing yourself to all those outside cues that you could be listening to if you had the faith in yourself to believe in what you think. Right. I, and I, I totally agree with everything you just said. I just um, spoke yesterday. I, I did recorded a podcast um, episode myself just on, on joy and how much we rob ourselves of so much joy when we just silence the things that make us who we are. And like when I wrote last night on my Instagram page, I was writing about just that time I had spent in Nashville, just simply, I had a, blank notebook. And I was just jotting down the things that make me me and the things that bring me joy and the things that excite me. And it was no sooner like than that like next dinner that we went to the next day where I signed up for this company that literally just changed my life. Not just because I love the wine and I love the people, but because it was that moment that really just started to bring all the signs in that started to be like, wow, you are made for so much more. It is okay to go after these things. It was one of those things where I started to attract all of these amazing things to my life. And I opened my mind to a world of prosperity and abundance and joy. And I didn't realize that I was limiting myself for so long. I really, I just didn't realize it because I mean, I was in the thick of motherhood, which I give myself grace for all the time. It's like, you don't, you know, sometimes when you feel like you're drowning, raising the kids, um, it's okay to not be there. But I just want people to know that when you do feel like you have time, lean into those intuition and lean into that and give yourself that chance to grow. And like you were saying, the road is not always going to be easy. And I always talk about how it wasn't just like a flip the switch, like, oh, now she's just ready for everything. It was personal growth. It was constant daily reading. It was grace. It was forgiveness. It was it was some deep healing. And it's not always easy, but every day I feel like the excitement is that you get a chance to be better than you were yesterday. You get a chance each day for an opportunity. And so it's just so similar to your message and a little bit of different perspectives, but they all come together, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't mind a quick tangent, I yeah. love so much that you mentioned grace for yourself as mm-hmm. a mother. Yeah. Because we are capable of more. You can do more than the quote unquote, just be a mom. Right. But also being a mom is heavy. And I think that there's there's this dichotomy out there that women are simultaneously thinking 
that they're supposed to do 5 million things in addition to motherhood. And like, sometimes we freaking can't, right? Like you can't, right? If you're carrying a 500 pound boulder, you can't run. Maybe you can walk a little faster. You can still explore a lot of paths, but you can't freaking run. Right. So we have women who are feeling so guilty because they're not doing, you know, everything they see on social media. And then we have other moms who are like, you know, maybe their boulder is a little smaller. Maybe somebody else helps them carry it more often. And and we get that. I hate it when I see it, but we get women judging other women, moms judging other moms. And I love that you said giving yourself grace because that makes you completely in control of the way you perceive yourself as a mom. Like acknowledge if you're carrying something heavy, sometimes you're going to move a little slower. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like that was my word of just motherhood is just give myself grace for what I couldn't do when I was just, you know, surviving. I mean, I had the twins when my son was when it was two and I was running across the gym at the time. And there was I did that for a year and I was like, all right, something's gotta give because honestly, I can only be really good at one thing at one time right now. And so, you know, we sold the gym and it was a great, you know, time for me to take that time back with the family and just to you know, rest my mind, rest my stress, all of it, and just give myself grace. But so I think that's an important message that we can both share right now is that I love what I get to do now, but the timing has to be right. I mean, I could never have gone through some of this personal development, some of this um, just perspective and just moments because I was just trying to um, raise the kids and make sure everyone survived the day. And, you know, so I think timing is everything. So at the time when I was, you know, you know, writing all these things down about myself and what I wanted personally, we were at a point where, you know, we had, we had our fourth, she was already almost one. And I just felt like I was ready. You know, I was ready to kind of, I love being a stay-at-home mom, which I still am. I just do things from home. But I think it's just that, that grace and just giving yourself that, that mindset that when the timing is right, it will be perfect. It will be, you will know the signs will hit you and you will realize then that you can do more, but, and you know, in an all good timing. So, yeah. Yes. So, anyway, so let me ask you. So, I know you're very passionate about this subject and, you know, women um, taking control of their life and things like that. So, how did you find that this was something you were passionate about or your purpose? Or how did you find out and discover that this was for you? I, um, if we roll it back, <laughs> back to my divorce, um, it was a, it was sudden, it was unexpected at the time. When I looked back in hindsight, I saw signs, of course, things that I hadn't paid attention to, my own behavior that I had not acknowledged. Um, And I would say that that was the very beginning of my personal growth journey, examining myself like this was his fault, that was his fault, that was his fault. But what did I do to contribute or what did I not do, right? Because two people, one person can't be only at fault by themselves. So I started working on myself there and over time... Um, my next relationship was very emotionally abusive and manipulative and healing out of that while simultaneously on my, my post personal growth journey, I was able to recognize things that, you know, my insecurity, how did I end up in a, in a narcissistic relationship? How did I heal from it? What were the resources that I had? And I was so fortunate that I had started personal development before that happened so even though I hadn't gotten far enough that I was couldn't be a victim to someone like that, I had gotten far enough that I learned how to heal 
from it. I learned how to overcome the things that had arisen out of that, the conditioning, the terrible programming that had come out of it. And what I realized towards not the end, I don't think there's ever in any end, but mm, a year or so after the relationship, I was looking and realizing all the different resources that I had. And I realized the same insecurity that let me fall victim to someone like that was massively prevalent in women just across our society in different, you know, shades and colors and shapes and whatever. We all have these insecurities because this happens to women all the freaking time. And when I compared that with my resources and recognize that most women don't have that, most women don't have a strong network of females around them that they can lean on. Most women don't have, um, you know, personal development. Most people don't have that kind of education and support. And I was angry about that for a little while because I was like, oh, all of this is written by men and it's for men. And it's why isn't anybody doing this for us? And I had the light bulb. Well, like, so do it then. So, so be the resource, be the thing that got you through this for those women, instead of lamenting them, do what you can to help them. So I wrote my book and I used, you know, bits and pieces of my story to try and help people identify where they're at and how they can overcome what they're in, how they can move forward from it, build their roadmap to their ideal life, knowing what their ideal life is. But it really all came out of the fact that I saw an iniquity that I I didn't want to be a part of that. I wanted to be a part of the solution. I love that. I think that's so great to realize how we can help others and how we can yeah, be a resource for them. And I think so much about this personal development stuff, it's definitely not something that was really prevalent or really available to our parents, to people that came before us. This is very much um, a new thing that many people won't understand. And one of the things I always tell myself with what I'm trying to do as a podcaster, hopefully a book author at some point. But just knowing that not everyone has to understand what it is that I'm doing. I know that there is a purpose for, you know, my voice and to speak on what I know. And like I said, with bringing you on here, it's good to share everybody's perspective. You know, we have a very similar one. I feel as far as like getting women to take control of their lives and open up their, you know, their hearts, their minds and, 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 and being powerful leaders and, you know, working with other women and bringing them up and, and helping them. And I love that you saw that you could be a helpful resource and you were like, I can do this. And I think that you had that, you know, that light bulb moment and that courage because you had done all of that personal development leading up to it. It's like everything that we can take from our lives, whether it be good or bad, can be a, it can be a blessing if we take what we've learned on our journey and use it. You know, I really think that, you know, we, if you carry that perspective and you carry that, you know, that mindset it can be a game changer for your joy, for your day in and day out, just knowing that, you know, this this is happening to me because I am meant to do this and I'm going to help so many other people by sharing my story and, you know, opening my heart because you know that that's not easy to do all the time to talk about, to share. Because I think for the longest time, like as a young, you know, teenager, college student, I would have never thought that I would have had to do any personal development. I would have been like, I'm fine. <laughs> you know how it is. Like, I'm yeah. fine. I don't need to do anything. Um, and then as a mother, 
that's, you know, you go through those heavy years and you go through all those things you're trying to figure out. I realized that like personal development's where it's at. And that's, it's an, it's an ongoing journey. It's, it's something you always need to do. We have so much stuff coming at us with our children, with, you know, our spouse, our family members. And, and, and you have to really like go deep within and know who you are and give yourself grace and realize that, you know, we're all we're all different. We're all made different and we're all going to have different perspectives and we're all going to have different things. And that's just how you, you know, coexist. And I talk a lot about, and I, you can um, give me your perspective on this too. I talk a lot about joy and that coming from peace within, but also coming from carrying out our gifts that we've been given, like our specific purpose, specific passion and things like that. If we all are leaning into those things, I think we're just more joyful human beings. As far, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And you, you can, you, I'm sure, I'm not sure if there's a percentage out there or not, but how many people, you know, hate going to work or just, I'm overweight. I hate going to work. I don't want to do this. If they have no peace, they don't like what they do. They're not, they're clearly not working in their purpose because if it was their purpose, they would feel passionate about it and then therefore feel more joyful. So I don't feel like um, many people are doing that or very in tune with it. So, and I'm sure, you know, women as well probably feel like a little stuck, like here's where I'm at and I don't know where to go. You know? Yeah. I think some of that is, you know, to speak to the personal development part, it's for generations. It was very much, you know, it was woo woo. Something's got to be wrong with you to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's absolutely a function of insecurity because instead of acknowledging I can be better, they take it as there's something wrong with you. Agree. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be yeah. something wrong with you to know that you can improve. You could have a fantastic car and still be able to, um, you know, put some better quality parts in it. And then it's an even better car. And I think the thing about um, living in your purpose, it, it's such a trendy thing to say right now on social media. Like everybody's like, I got to find my purpose. I got to find my passion and I have to, but they get this idea that every single aspect of their life then is supposed to fulfill them. And that's just not, it's, that's not true. Like sometimes we have a job specifically because we need to make money. That money then goes into our passion or our purpose, right? Something's got to support it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's where people get lost is they, they get this idea, especially looking at social media that every fucking flower is going to bloom perfectly and it's going to smell like this and the clouds will be shaped like that once you find your passion and like that's it's just freaking nonsense like no like every bit of life is not roses and butterflies and stuff you know there's dirt there's crap (laughs) that tills and like fertilizes the soil and like everything is not beautiful so finding your purpose and finding your passion is important because that's how you find your fulfillment. That's the things that give you joy and make you happy on the inside, which shines on the outside. But that doesn't mean that every single inch of your life is, you know, going to be unicorn farts. <laughs> I agree. I think that, you know, but I think if, you know, so say people go to a job, but then they never lean into the things that are they creative, whether they're creative or whether they bring them joy and passion. If they did, it could make everything else seem a little bit more, you know, because I mean, yeah, definitely it's better. 
Right. Because I talk a lot about like, you know, I pulled my kids out of school um, just after Labor Day. And prior, like right when we sent them to school, I was like, oh my gosh, I finally have three out. I've got one here. I can breathe again. And then there was this shift where I was like, okay, some of this stuff is um, not for me. So I'm going to have to pull the kids out. And I don't think I would have been able or as joyful about doing it had I not been leaning into all these things that excite me, you know, if that makes sense. So, you know, obviously there's things that aren't ideal. Um, <laughs> I don't ever, I never saw myself much of a teacher, but I leaned into it a little bit more peacefully because I was gifting myself like opportunity that excited me, if that makes sense. Just like that exactly. little perspective. Like I think if everyone, you know, sometimes people's passion and purpose may be volunteering and they may not realize that you know, helping someone out could also fulfill that joy that they're so missing. And, you know, like we both want to help so many people hear our message. We want them to rise up. We want them to live a life that they love. And it can mean many different things to many different people. Doesn't always mean make a ton of money from social media reels or whatever, you know, like a unicorn job. Um, It just might mean you have to, you know, find the things that bring you joy in your heart. And I always talk about um, my love language is words of affirmation. And I think it's just very important to learn what your love language is because it'll make so much more sense why people behave the way they do. And, and if you know, then you know, I always say like, if Mike would come home and just say, Oh, you did a great job today. You know, like those aren't like typical things people are going to come home and say, but it would probably make my whole month, you know, like just cause I'm a words of affirmation kind of person. And so I just think if we just really start, you know, like we always say tuning into who we are and, you know, finding out who it is that we are and why we do the things that we do, it does make things a little bit more peaceful in general, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I have another question for you. What is it that you do that makes you feel alive? And I, you know, I guess if I can explain, when I talk about like being content, you know, content here at home. But then when I do things like this and I talk to amazing people and I uh, just give my chance opportunities for growth, that's what makes me feel alive. So what is it for you that gives you that excitement in your day? There's, I mean, there's a few things. I think that the simplest things sometimes are the most, and it varies from day to day. I love to just be outside. I could be at the beach, or I could be on my deck. It could just absorbing some sunshine, spending time with my kids and just really looking at them as not my kids, but as humans. Like, what is this person like? What do they love? Seeing them develop into their own beings and not just a thing that I made. Um, I love doing things that are physically very difficult. I'm a meathead. I love lifting. I love pushing my body in a way that Sometimes it's a little questionable. Sometimes it's a little scary. But to see the extent of power that is inside of me physically helps me acknowledge the amount of power that I have internally. And that's it's it it is it's exciting. Not in the moment. It's incredibly excruciating, <laughs> but it's exciting to see how much potential exists in the human body. To me, I love that. I'm I'm very much a an exerciser too. I don't lift as much as I used to, right? Because like I said, we used to run across the gym, so I was lifting a pretty good amount at the time. Um, but I still do lift, just not as heavy. But I love some exercise. I feel very alive when my heart rate is raised and I realize how much I can push my body. And I think a lot of that comes from I, I swim in college, so we put a lot of demand on our body regular regularly um, in the water and out of the water. Um, so you know, I keep that as part of my daily routine because it keeps my mind strong. It gives me um, courage, confidence, 
I mean, probably a bunch of things I could say, but I just really, really love exercise. I love what you said. And if I lived in Hawaii, I would probably want to be outside a good bit too. I love, I love myself some vitamin D. We just don't get a lot of it in the winter here in Pennsylvania. It's cold on the East Coast. I actually lived in Maryland for a few years when my, when I was in high school. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's very um, chilly over here. We actually had a 50 degree day today. So I was like, wow, this feels so nice. <laughs> like 50 degrees. Um, but it felt it felt so nice just to have a little bit of a break from that. We haven't had too much snow yet. But I yeah, I love everything you have to say. I think your perspective is spot on. Um, I know you're going to be a blessing to so many and, sh- and sharing your message and getting it out there. Can you share where everybody can find you at so they can tune into all the things that you do? Sure. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Keikua Kobashigawa. Um, I have a website, Keikua K, K-E-K-U-A-K. So you can reach out to me there if you have questions on Instagram. And I just got onto TikTok. Um, it's at H-B-I-C-K-E-K-U-A. And uh, I don't really 100% know how TikTok works just yet. But if you message me on Instagram, I will see (laughs) and be able to respond to it. I love that. I know you're going to just do so many amazing things. I'm so, so grateful that you were able to come on here today and talk with me and share your beautiful perspective. Just very grateful to you from... Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And um, I will share all of your stuff on the info part on the podcast so everyone can get to it. And I just, I'm very grateful you were here. So thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. This is the Wing It and Rise Up podcast.